Hello everyone, so today I'm recording a podcast chatting about frequently asked questions when it comes to your health and fitness obviously. These are just simply pulled, I just printly just pulled these from Google. I've done one something similar like this before, but a lot of these questions I actually haven't answered, I don't think, properly before. Like that too, you know, these sort of questions are fairly straightforward and they're actually quite frequently asked questions. They're actually, to be fair, from just pulling them from Google. But again, like that, because this is my favourite sort of uh, fitness content to do is like frequently asked questions. I know I could do this every single week because there's just so many questions out that people have and I love chatting on everything about fitness and answering these sort of topics. So again, if you have any questions, I might actually try to just put up my Instagram story or something, um, quest- topics to cover for podcasts or frequently asked questions or something like that. But if you have anything, any queries or inquiries, do drop me a message on Easy Fitness on Facebook and Instagram and I will actually, obviously I'll reply to you there and tell you what I think and I will try and do a podcast covering a couple of different topics. So if there's any topic as well you want me to cover on a podcast, do let me know on Easy Fitness on Facebook and Instagram. Okay, so getting into the questions. Okay, so the first question is, do I need to work out every day? So the simple answer is no, but I suggest you do and I'm going to explain why. Okay, so when you're working out, we more or less will take the two types of working out what I'm going to talk about today is pretty much your your resistance training or your fitness classes or whatever way you whatever way you exercise. Now, this is what I would always try and do is if I'm someone that's going to a gym, if you're going to a gym environment and you're someone that's trying to build muscle or you just want to go you just have gym membership or whatever, I would suggest that you hit every body part twice per week. Uh, yeah, twice per week. So maybe you might do Monday on Monday, Wednesday monday tuesday wednesday off thursday friday something like that but you don't have to be in there every single day now me myself i work out probably around six days per week and the reason i work out six days a week is because i love to work out each of my workouts are to pretty high standard i'd like to think and the reason i like to just do it like that there is no extra benefit for me doing it an extra couple of days per week it's just i love to work out so i actually do work out six days per week now you could argue that you could work out seven days per week if you did something like walking for example so you do a walk every single day which i'm a massive massive believer in. right now i'm trying to walk for an hour every single day just helps me hit and stay on top of my steps get your cardio gets improves your cardio improves your heart health which is very important and like that you know if you are someone that's trying to lose a bit of weight that's a really handy way to get yourself into a deficit and start getting the ball running so you can work out every single day I don't suggest you do, especially to an extremely high intensity. Then again, what type of exercise you're doing, now? all breaks it down. So like if you're doing, you know, if I want to my next question, how long should I work out for? Now, again, this is all dependent. I think there is place for working out max an hour. And there are times when you may go over that hour, whether it's a thing of like you do a weight session and like you finish with a bit of a cardio session. But the general population, 40 minutes really is a nice little sweet spot. 40 to 50 minutes is a nice little sweet spot, I find when it comes to working out. You may not have the time to work out, so you might have to reduce your workouts to 20 minutes. But this could be, you do 20 minute workouts every day. So you could do six, seven days a week or 20 minute workout per day. You definitely would manage that so long as, like even if it was for high enough intensity, I think it's very manageable because you've, you're just doing it for 20 minutes. Do you know, it, like if technically, if I just said to you there on about working out for 40 minutes, probably the best option for most people. But again, if you don't have the time to work out 40 minutes, it's like a 20 minute window then maybe you could do that 20 minutes, seven days per week. And I think it's it's perfectly adequate because as I said, if I said, if you're gonna do 20 minutes, you know, it's not a whole lot of time throughout the entire week, especially if it's short and snappy. So again, you could work out again, you could, it all depends on your situation, but the sweet spot is about that 14 minutes. And again, it's all person dependent. So the next two sort of work together. So first one then is how can I increase my muscle mass? And second one is how much weight should I lift? 
So first one then, how do I gain lean muscle mass? Now, this is down to progressive overload. So for example, say you start off going to the gym and you're lifting, you're squatting with like six kilo kettlebell. Your goal should be to move that up to the eight kg kettlebell. So it may try and do it, if you, you won't be able to do it in the first couple of weeks, but maybe week two, week three, you're moving up onto that eight kg kettlebell and then you wanna keep increasing it to, to hit the up to the 10 kg and story that's what how you progressive overload another example then is a lot of times i'm going to go take the bench press for uh, example so for example you're bench pressing you worked up to 60 kg on bench press you're not going to suddenly jump from 60 to 70 kg what you need to start doing there is start adding the 1.25 kgs each side of the bar so you're now lifting 62.5 again that is progression and slowly start adding the little weight up Bit by bit, that's how you gain some. That's how this would work towards gaining some lean muscle mass. Again, obviously with your diet as well. So that's why I always say have a high protein diet that you're making sure that you're hitting enough. That you're eating enough protein throughout the day. Again, probably a gram per pound of body weight is a good way to go for when it comes to your your protein. Like for example, myself, say I'm say I'm 180 pounds, 180 grams of protein. That's the way I would work it. Some can say you get away with a little less. You could do a little bit more. It all depends on the person. But I would always say you know higher protein the better. Again, it's more set, it may, you will feel fuller for longer, and again, it helps with recovery and helps with building muscle. So, when it comes to how much weight should I lift, now, this goes boils down to maybe, say for example, you're in a rep range of 10 to 12. If you're using, say, the 6 kgs, then again, those last two repetitions should be very difficult, should be the most hardest part. So, if you're hitting 10, K, if you're hitting 10 reps fairly easy with the 6 kgs, it's now time to start increasing the weight. So, Always make sure that you're lifting weight that you have the last two sort of rep range, the last two you find it quite difficult. That's how you know when to start up the weight up. So it all depends on the person as well. You know, you can really fool yourself into thinking that you're doing loads with the weight you have, but sometimes you need to be adding a little bit more progressive overload or even adding a little bit more weight. Again, apologies for the dog, you're probably hearing going mad in the background. Hopefully now it doesn't drown out my voice. So I use myself as the best example. When I first started going to the gym, I remember like me and a group of friends we used to go in and we used to use the EZ bar. So the EZ bar is that bar with the kind of all the dips and grooves in it. So for say we're using bicep curls and what we used to always do was just throw two fives on either side and we'd go in there and do loads and loads of repetitions. Now the high repetitions do work in some areas but we'd have been we got way more bang for our buck if we were reduced the repetitions and started adding 1.25s each side to the bar. I remember using the five on each side just for religiously just for ages and ages and even not so long ago i was chatting to a friend of mine and we were in the gym or whatever and i was like had you ever actually added anything else to the bar we're doing he's doing like 50 kilos bench press and i was like you could definitely do a lot more bench pressing that by adding a couple a couple more bits of weights to the bar and see the thing is like we can as i said you can't confuse yourself when you're doing thinking that you're doing a lot when you're putting low putting the like 50 kg 50 kg on the bar say for bench press and you're repping it out and you're getting 15 to 20 repetitions like to be honest with you, that's too high of a repetition range, really, for trying to build muscle and even get building strength as well. You're gonna wanna go on the bit of a lower end. So I just said to him, why don't you just add a couple of kilos to each side of the bar, or even go 60 kg and reduce your reps by down to 10. And he got, you know, he's seen the change in the way he's well able for the weight. So a lot of times you just need to try and narrow with the weight. You know, obviously you want to keep good form going throughout the movement as well you don't be swinging around like that but again a lot of times we can all add a little bit more weight to the exercises that we're doing especially for the female side of things where it's like uh, as i said before a lot of times females are afraid to get bulky from lifting weights but that simply doesn't happen but what you need to start doing is adding a little bit more weight to your exercises for example as i said the six kg kettlebell up to 
10 kg kettlebell. Even you can see, I see a lot of the girls in class now, and my third classes, we went from 6 kg kettlebells up onto the 10s, you know, they went from 6, 8s, and now they're on 10s. Some are even lifting the 14s, which is with the 14 kg kettlebell, which is very impressive. So, like, you want to start progressing overloading. Once you find new exercise getting too easy, you always just add that little bit more stimulus or a little bit more strain on yourself by lifting a little bit heavier and it always works so again that kind of answers them two kind of questions together how to how to increase muscle mass you've got to start applying a bit more overall overload and then how much weight should i lift again that goes boils down to how the how are you doing with the weight you're, the, the weight you're starting with so again as i said so again five kg if you're lifting five kg dumbbells and you're finding it's getting a little bit too easy start adding up a little bit uh, a little six kg and again sometimes it can work the reverse way you might be going too heavy where you find yourself swinging and you're not able to do too many repetitions so i would say bring back the weight a small little bit and really zone in on getting proper form done throughout the exercise so next one is what should i do what exercises should i do to lose weight now as i said yeah i just literally pull these from google these freaking ass questions so i probably answered these 100 times before in different ways but this is a very common question as well i get it a lot as well when you meet people out and about and they're like what is the best exercise to do what is the best training side to do and all of it 90 percent of it all boils down to your diet when it comes to weight loss and it's simply as that you know there are certain like for example you know, you go for a run, you're going to burn a few more calories than if you go for a walk. If Obviously, if you go for a 30-minute run, and you might have to be equivalent of doing an hour's walk. And, you know, there's sort of, lots of different things like that. Again, it goes into, you got to get yourself into a calorie deficit. You know, you got to, if you want to start losing weight, you need to be in that deficit, as I said, I talked about before. But there is no certain exercise that's going to be the best of all for burning, for losing weight, I think. But as I said before, a lot of times uh, when you get to a stage when your your goal is for the weight loss, you know you should be trying to uh, work out as well, lift weights, gain a bit of muscle. That always gives you better structure. But it, you know it gives your body more of uh, a toned, tightened look. That's a lot of times people are are craving. So a lot of times you'll see where females what what happens is they'll um, come in maybe say if, for example you got a fifty five kilo female who's detrained or hasn't trained exercise with weight before and wants to lose weight she wants to lose weight and i was listening to this just actually a recent youtube video i was watching which was really cool it's about body recomposition so she's 55 55 kgs in weight and she wanted to lose her goal was to lose weight so the guy took her on and what he done was he didn't tell her this because he said if i told her that you know you're going to remain the same weight this time next year, but you're gonna look entirely different. You're kind of looking, what, what are you talking about? Like, cause I think we we work, we've been so much attached to the scale, what we're weighing on the scale. We don't really look at the visual aspects of things. So what your man done was he got her, looked at her diet, and she was again a lot of times male and female as I talked about before, not eating enough protein. So he increased her protein. Her diet wasn't too bad because like 55 kg is a nice weight. It's you know it's, you're not going to be, you know she just had an extra bit of excess of body fat. So what she what he started doing was he got her to increase her protein i got her moving a bit more doing steps and actually added in some weight training some exercise resistance training and her body trans completely transformed like it's like two, it looks it's where there was a massive drop in weight there was no drop in weight whatsoever really i think it was like there might have been like a decrease of one or two kilos but it was nothing major like could could, could literally have been the 55 kgs but a completely different look because what happened there was that she lost the body fat, she reduced her body fat, and she gained a small bit of lean muscle tissue. And when you gain lean muscle tissue, you are a smaller human being. You are like people think that like there's always this debate, oh muscle weight or muscle weighs more than fat on this. They don't. One kilo of fat weighs the exact same as one kilo 
of muscle they just look entirely different like if you look it up one kilo of fat loss and one kilo of muscle gain there's so, like the muscle gain is so it, it's not even like it in size wise because so like, i'm rambling here again but uh think of like a lean piece of meat that's pretty much what it is like if you put on a kilo of lean muscle mass you probably wouldn't notice but you'd look a little bit it takes less space in the body that's what i'm trying to say so a kilo of fat would take up more space in your body than a kilo of muscle so when you start losing fat and gaining a small bit of muscle you look you're going to look lighter all right because your body it you have less of that fat around your body you know the fat has been reduced but the muscle muscle mass has been replaced with it so the muscle takes up less space around the body than the fat would so that's a lot of times when you recomp you're going to you'll be the exact same way but just look entirely different because you gained a little bit of lean tissue kind of went off on a bit of a tangent but that's what um what that's when it says what should i be doing to lose weight get yourself into the calorie deficit as always move more and start exercising the com combination of those those sort of those sort of three together will help lose weight but there's no specific exercise that's going to banish the fat off as much as we think that's you know doing russian twists are going to tighten up your waist they're going to help kind of try to help lean it out but the only way you're going to really see the difference is when you start reducing the body fat around your body and then the last one how often should i take rest days okay so i kind of covered this a couple of two podcasts ago but i'm going to kind of go into a little bit more now today so rest days pretty much as it says is taking a day off from exercise from the gym now i as i said would always be a big advocate of if you're taking a rest day you know there's nothing wrong with still going out for a walk you know still hitting your steps you should be trying to do that you can do a total rest day but again you know like you will get more benefit from actually doing a little bit of movement every single day but a rest day how often should you take one it all depends now like a lot of times you should go by how you're feeling and stuff like that you can have scheduled rest days by all means and you know if you are someone that's working out four days a week then you don't need you know you have your rest days there so if you are someone that's like myself that enjoys going to the gym it all depends you know i probably have one total rest day per week but my body's able to recuperate and able to recover faster because of all the years of training so if you're someone that's relatively new to the gym you probably need to take more rest days starting off because your body's you know you're going to be stiff you're going to be sore for for a while and you know it takes a little bit of time to get back and recuperate but a lot of times as i said to you, it depends on your, your your how many days per week you're working out you know if you're someone that wants to get one day on one day off that works really well then for your rest days but like that, you work, go off how you're feeling. You know, some days you might have a scheduled rest day, but you feel really good. And you know, you're, you're as well maybe to get the workout in and maybe the next day take a rest day. Or there could be a day where you're, you know, you just feel flat and you just feel like that you're, you need to take a rest day, then do take a rest day. You know, it all, it all changes from time to time. You know, it could be something like you could have a really busy day at work and, you know, there's your rest day or you could be, you know, you could have it just have one of those days where the day goes again and you you know you're busy all day long and you're not going to get to the gym, you're not going to get to the class. Again, there's your rest day. So sometimes scheduled rest days obviously a scheduled rest day would benefit you a little bit more, but you know, just don't always say, Okay, Wednesday's my rest day, Saturday and Sunday's my rest day, you know, they can change but very but always go off how you're feeling. And I'm not saying as I said, we talked about working out seven days a week, seven days a week with two active days off is not you know that's how you'd work that out you know if you're going to if you are someone that likes enjoys working out like i said you're you know you could have a day where it's a little bit lighter when it comes to your training and stuff like that or if you're someone that's like training for something specific you know you're going to have recovery days and stuff in there like that but rest days always just go off how you're feeling i would say and again you can schedule them in it all depends on 
your level of fitness, how long you've been working out and stuff like that. But generally, generally, I don't think people need to worry too much about rest days because a lot of times I would suggest that you're working out between three to four days per week and you know you have plenty of time, you give a lot of rest days there in between. It's just the more advanced you get, it kind of comes into a little bit more of more of a recovery side of things. But I wouldn't be worrying too much about rest days. Take them when you need them. I'm not saying don't take them, but I'm saying if you're working out four days a week, you know, there's your recovery there straight away. So again, that goes back to how many days a week should I work out? It all depends. You know, your rest days will come in between that. But again, you don't have to set a rest day. You don't have to say, I'm going to choose your rest day Wednesday. If you feel good enough to work out Wednesday, then I'd work out Wednesday and go just take your rest on the day you don't feel too good. So yeah, I kind of rambled that last one there. But that's pretty much the frequently asked questions there. I just put them from Google, as I said. If you have any questions that I haven't covered there, that you want me to go into more detail, do drop me a message on LinkedIn Fitness on Facebook and Instagram, and I will chat you all next week. And also, guys, if you are listening to this, I think it goes up onto a couple of different platforms, but if you are listening to it on Spotify, that's the one, the main one I share, do leave a review. It kind of helps get the podcast episodes out there. And if you find that this podcast helped you out or anyway, do share on Instagram stories. Maybe share the podcast or the podcast episodes with a friend that might be starting on their fitness journey. And I will chat you all next week.